a beautiful and very basic Rashi Sicha on the fact that Yitzchak was blind. The Pasuk tells us Yitzchak became old and his eyes were dimmed. He wasn't able to see. Rashi says three explanations why it was the reason that brought to Yitzchak's blindness. Number one, the smoke. Right before this in the Pasuk, the Torah tells us that the wives of Esau would burn incense to Avedah Zara. And this was a disappointment to Yitzchak and to Rivka. So Rashi says that from the incense, there was smoke. And this smoke caused Yitzchak to become blind. Another explanation. Yitzchak was being brought, bound on the Mizbeach, and his father was ready to slaughter him. At that time, the heavens opened, and the Malachim, the angels of heaven, saw what was going on, and they were crying. Their tears fell onto the eyes of Yitzchak, and therefore this caused his blindness. There were no ulterior reasons, outside causes, that made Yitzchak blind. It was something that came from the Abish there, because in order for Yaakov to get the brachis, had Yitzchak been able to see, he would have seen that Esau had come in, and then Yaakov had come in and it wasn't Esau, and Yaakov wouldn't have gotten the brachis. So the Abish there ordains Yitzchak to be blind, so that way Yaakov could get in unnoticed, that it's Yaakov, and receive the brachas. We have a number of questions here that are highly consistent with the Klali Rashi, the rules of Rashi that the Rebbe taught how to learn a Rashi. Aleph, in Pashtus Kumtois, as the Pasuk seemingly, the, the Pasuk itself gives us a reason. In the very words of the Pasuk just said, Yitzchak became old, and the result of that was that his eyes were dimmed. Similar to what it says by Yaakov Avinu, that the eyes of Yaakov, eyes of Yisrael, became heavy, became difficult to see from because of his age, because of his old age. As we see it in real life, as after elder, that as a person gets older, their their vision, their their ability to see becomes weaker. Now, since the pasuk itself gives us a reason why Yitzchak's eyes became dim, so the boss of Rashi zuchin under the timing, why does Rashi have to find other reasons? Why couldn't he just rely on the pasuk? The pasuk says Yitzchak was old, and therefore he was blind. Bay's second question, wherever Rashi brings two or more than two Pirushim, it's because every single one, each one that he brings has a hardship, has a question, which the other Pirush doesn't have. Rashi will give you a Pirush. He'll say, this is a, there's a, and he won't say it out, but he'll, he'll know that there's a question. So he'll bring you a second pirush. Why doesn't he bring only the second pirush? Because the first pirush also has a question. Also, the order in which Rashi teaches them to us is also precise. 
the Sverikite and Svetan Pirus is Grasa Vifun Ersten Pirus. That the question on the second Pirus is always greater than the one on the first one, which is why it comes second. When I say the Dritter Pirus will gather the Svetan Pirus, and if there's a third Pirus, its question is even bigger than the second question, than the question on the second Pirus, and therefore it comes third. So now going back to our Rashi, that's the rule. The rule is that, number one, if Rashi brings a second Pirush or a third, because there's a question in the other one, and the rule is also that the first one is always the easiest to understand, and then the, the question gets bigger, the question gets bigger. So now we have to understand, What are the questions on the three Pirushim that our Rashi brings? When with Vos is that Sveti Pirush Merkosha Fanesh, and with what question is the second one more difficult than the first? When the Dritter for the Fridikitsvay, and in what way is the third one more question than, uh, is there a greater question on the third one over the, the two that came before it? Gimel. Now there's a third question. And this is an interesting. Uh, 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 way to understand this, because it's not that common that there's three Pirushim and Rashi. So this is another cloud, another rule in Rashi that we're going to see that not only is there a question in each one, but if there's three Pirushim, then each one has to have something that the other two are questionable, and the, and the, and the third one answers it. So in each of the three are going to not only have a mila of their own, but they're going to have a mila over the other two together. Listen to the fact that each one individually, each one individually has a question that the other ones, the other two can answer. There's also a question on every two against the third. So the Velchis is native to the interference, which is why a third one has to be brought. Which the third one out, whichever one it is, it be the first one against the second two, it be the middle one against the one and the first and the third, it be the third one against the first two, but it's going to have something that it does not have a question. And the other two do. For him, even better talking. As ech tuch tzvei pirush mgeinu rab alakashes, while the rashid that gedarfan kumtza didn't pirush. Because if you were able to, if every two didn't have the same problem, then any question that this one has, the other one doesn't have. So you don't need a third pirush. And the fact that you need a third pirush means that there's something that the other two have a question. Each set of two has a question, which is why Rashi needs to bring a third. So the third question that the Rebbe is asking is what in our Rashi is the joint question on every two Pirushim and how does the third one out answer that specific question. So quickly, let's summarize. Number one, why does Rashi not suffice with Vatikhenna that it was because of Yitzchak's old age that uh, he, he became blind. Number two, what is the question in each of the Pirushim that causes Rashi to have to bring other Pirushim and why is it specifically in this order? And number three, what is the question in each, in each two Pirushim that because of that you need to have a third and you can't just say that each one answers the other one, each, that each of the two answers each other.
Siv Beis. So the first in Siv Beis, we're going to address the first question, what is wrong, what is insufficient with, with the words, Vayik, Yitzchak, and Yitzchak, Yitzchak's age, as an explanation for his blindness. Why does Rashi not suffice on the, on the fact that it was his age that caused his blindness? Is as follows. It says that after that, 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 that uh, after Abraham passed away, then they wished their bench Yitzchak. Avram was afraid to bench Yitzchak because he knew that Esau was going to come out of Yitzchak. So he was unsure of himself. Should he be benching Yitzchak? Which is ultimately going to mean Esau coming to this world. Omar, Avram said, Yahweh Bala Brachis, let the master of blessings come. They wish there, be Yavarich, and he should bench Yitzchak. And therefore the Avishter came and benched and blessed Yitzchak. Now that we know this, now that we learned in the previous segment, that the Yitzchak received brachas from the Eibishter himself. So the question becomes, So How is it possible that someone who was blessed by the Eibishter himself should be in a situation of blindness? Which is something that causes a person pain and suffering. So much so that Ashi says later on in a, in a later parsha that Yitzchak was like oh, oh, was like he was dead. And the Gemara brings Suma Chashuv Kmeis that there are certain things that even when a person is alive it's considered as if he's dead. And Suma is one of them being blind. So Ashi says that Yitzchak felt like a dead person because he couldn't see. So how could it be? There here is a person who is benched by the Abishter and, and, and he's blind and he's suffering. It's very simple that since the master of all blessings benched Yitzchak, the age, the old age, should not have affected him this way. Is, is 120. Especially since in those days, 123 years was not considered so old. That for the 57 years, he should be considered like that. For the other mention was that the month is there. If 123 years was considered old, then we should have seen other people in that age begin to get blind. We don't find anyone else to get that, that, that was blind because they were 123 years old, even in that time. So clearly, 123 years was not considered old. And, and, and he was benched by the Eivishter. So, if he was, you know, five years left to his life, and you could say that the Eivishter's bracha lasted almost till the end. And then, then nature uh, uh, took over. But here you're talking about a young person, or a youngish person. So the Eivishter's bracha could have certainly uh, impacted him, that he shouldn't have to be affected by blindness. Therefore, Rashi feels there must be another reason. If we were just looking at Vahiki, Zak, and Yitzchak, that would not be a reason for Yitzchak to be blind. Because Yitzchak has a bracha from the Eivishter. Therefore, 
which means to say that Rashi is telling us that because of the bracha that Yitzchak received from Hashem, if not for the ulterior uh, events that got involved, it would have been like it was a Mishra Rabbeinu, that his eyes never dimmed. But when Rashi comes to the conclusion that there must have been other things that got involved here in the picture, and they are the ones, these are the things, other things caused Because if not for those things, Yitzchak had a brach of nature. So, instead of Gimel, we're going to go to, we're going to understand the first reason of Rashi how Rashi reaches that conclusion. Why he doesn't use Vayikhi and Yitzchak as the reason that we just explained. Because Yitzchak wouldn't have been blind just because of his age, because he had a bracha from Leibish there. So why did he become blind? And since we have this question right away, when we hear that Yitzchak became blind, we ask, So how is it possible that Yitzchak, who was benched by the Ebishter, should suffer from dim eyes? As we mentioned in the previous Eve, Therefore it makes sense to say, Because it's such a powerful question, it must be that the answer is indicated in the very Pesukim themselves. And since the Pasik of Yitzchak blindness, it follows the previous Pasik, which tells us how the wives of Esau were a disappointment to Yitzchak and Rivka, because they worshipped Avedu Zareh, so it makes sense to say that the juxtaposition of the Psukim is a remez, is a hint to the reason for Vatichana. First you have a Pasik about Esau's wives, then you have a Pasik that Yitzchak became blind. It must be that these two psukim are juxtaposed in order for us to understand why Yitzchak became blind. And this is why this pirush is the primary pirush, and Rashi puts it first. By the way, because this pirush, unlike the other two, is actually alluded to in the very psukim themselves. Unlike the other two Pirushim, is the Sibir for Vatichana, Nitmanubas Bashtaksuvim, where the reason of Vatichana not, is not hinted in the basic understanding of the Psukim. So, the first reason that Rashi brings is that Yitzchak's blindness was caused by the smoke of the incense of the Avedazara of Esau's wives. And this is the best Pirush because it's right there in the Psukim, right before Vatichana. And therefore, Rashi puts it first. We're going to roll right in. We're going to roll right in to why is there? Why is that Pirush not enough? Beautiful. It's in the Pasik. Pasik says that there was uh, there was a Zorah. Then the Pasik says And I have all the answers. Why Why does Rashi need more? So in Sif Dalit, the Rebbe says that there's two questions that are that, that on this first Pirush. Aleph. Since moving on to Nishay Yisrael, I'm not giving to Zalmet Yitzchakim. It's self-understood that the wives of Esau did not live in the same house, in the same dwelling as Yitzchak. Clearly there was another dwelling, or maybe even additional dwellings, where the wives of Esau lived. 
Sie sagt verstandig, und das, was sie auf der Zorro und Aschnis verkullen, haben sie getan, es ist also self-understood, that if they were worshipping away the Zorro, and they were uh, uh, burning incense and causing smoke, this would have been done in their own, in, in their own space, in their own dwelling. Und wie bald das soll, if that's the case, ist nicht, dass sie glatt, ist nicht glattig zu sagen, als Aschnis und Zorro und Zeyrtire hat verstanden, jetzt kann es sein, dass it's very difficult to say that the smoke that was being burned in a different dwelling would have fed Yitzchak in his dwelling. Base, second question. If, it, however, it did reach Yitzchak, why did it only negatively affect Yitzchak when Nitrifkin lived in the same house? So if the reason is about the smoke, the reason why Yitzchak became blind is because of the smoke. So question number one is, how did the smoke from the other apartment get into Yitzchak's apartment? And question two, if it did get into Yitzchak's apartment, why is Rivka not blind? Because of these two questions, Moses, Rasha, Ankum, and Sutiyan, and Pirushim, Rasha has to uh, rely on other explanations that also explain Yitzchak's blindness. It wasn't just because of the smoke of the Nishay Esau. Let's go on. If the, if the stack is such a strong question, why not just go straight to the next period? That the, 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 the eyes of Yitzchak became blind because of the tears of the Malachim. Or the fact that it was the Abishas doing. Why are those periods not good enough? And that's what we learned in Sifei. from the other two the specific question that we have on the other two Pirushim, the order to save enough of the lane of number one, the Akeda, the tears of the Malachim fell on Yitzchak's eyes. Basically, the fact that it was done by Hashem, but the Abish there in order for Yitzchak to get the, for Yaakov to get the Brachis. So, Uish is there, Bishut was the Kishvedekat. In addition to their joint, the joint question, Nithoven becomes Dichinem is in Pasuk, the fact that there's no source for the Pasuk, there's no source for it in the Pasuk, which is equally kasha, equally questionable on both of these Pirushim. We need to know first what is the individual question on each one. So, number, so like this, in Satan Pirush is kasha. In the second Pirush, there's a, there's a, Following question. This whole idea that the heavens opened up and Malachi started start looking down from the heavens. They see Yitzchak bound on the Mizbeach and they start crying and the tears, tears fall down and they fall on the eyes of Yitzchak. And because of that, Yitzchak becomes blind. It's more of a drash of something that is uh, that we can expound upon. But neat. It's totally not something that's basic understanding of the Pasuk, which is Darkish Adashi, the Purushi which is Rashi's approach when he explains when he explains the Pasuk. So for Rashi to bring in the story, a fantastical story like this, that is totally inconsistent with Pshat, with, with simple understanding, is a big question. He can't bring just this Purush, because this Purush is, is, is Drash, it's not Pshat. And then on the third Purush, there's even a bigger question. And how is it possible to say that the Abishter would dim the vision of Yitzchak, the sight of Yitzchak, and for so many years, another person, Yaakov in this case, because of that we should be able to receive the Brachas. 
Especially since we know that Abishar has many ways to accomplish the same result. And certainly, the Abishar had a different method in order for Yitzhak to receive the brachas. It's like very inconsistent with the Abishar's ways that Abishar should, should hurt someone, so to speak. So that another person should be able to get something. And since this is a very much greater question, than the question that you have on the fact that it's drash and abshat. Because of the fact that to cause suffering and, the, and, and, and pain, the opposite of good, to, another, to one person, in order to, to bring a favor to another person, seems very unjust. And the opposite of just is something that is entirely not possible to say with regards to the Ebishter. Therefore, Ashi puts this one after the second, meaning the third and the final one, because of this incredible question that we have on this Pirush. So, the question on the first Pirush is, how did the smoke get to Yitzchak's house? And why was Rivka not blind? The question on the second Pirush is that it's drash and not pshat. And the, second, and the question on the third Pirush is that it's very difficult to say that the Evishter would punish one person for the benefit of another person. And the first Pirush is first because it, it, it is alluded in the Psukim, so it fits best with Pashto Saksuvim, so therefore it comes first. Between the second two, the question on the second period is that Hashem should cause suffering to one person for the benefit of another person is such a, a, a outlandish thing to say that, that it actually has no choice but to put it last. So really, so now we understand the problem with each Pirush individually, and why Rashi had to, could not suffice with each one individually, and had to bring another and then another. And Sivav is going to go back, the Rebbe is going to go back to the question Gimel, which is we have to find a joint difficulty in each two of them to explain why the, 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 there's a third one that is answering the question or, or re- replacing the other two because of their question. Each and say I said it in the negative. Here he says it in the positive. Each one of the of the three has an advantage over the other two. In in other words, every two pirushim have a joint question, other or lack of understanding, which the third one doesn't have. The third one, meaning the other, the, the, the one of the, 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 every two has a third. The Yisrael Ikrivas is doing the Ersten Pirush, the Gavati under its way. So the, the primary advantage in the first Pirush, in comparison to the other two, Pashtetin Dem, the Gizog Tzriyer, was Blaise Eres, but it was in Pasuk. So this really was already answered, that only the first Pirush is hinted in the Pasuk. So the advantage of the first Pirush, we really already explained in Seif Beis, that in uh, in actually in Sif Gimel that um, that because this one is hinted in the pasuk the other two are not hinted in the pasuk that's a huge mile. The mile from Satan Pirush Kegin Ersten and So now let's go to the second Pirush. What's the advantage of the second against the first and third? 
But all the in is that the given the Regardless of why Yitzchak became blind, everyone will agree, everyone will accept that because he was blind, Yaakov received the brachas. So Vatichena was the cause, the Yitzchak's blindness was the cause for Yaakov to receive the brachas. But according to the first and the third periods, the cause of Yitzchak's blindness was through something negative. According to the first period, it was because of the smoke of Aitha Because Yitzchak wanted to bench Aitha, which was something that was really wrong. So the, the Vatichena was, being, was, was bringing to the Brachis, but what brought to the Vatichena? Something negative. Either Yitzchak's desire to bench Aitha, or the fact that Aitha's wives were serving with the so this would imply as an Indian from that it was a, a, it was there was something negative, something something shameful that actually led to the Yaakov receiving the brachas, which is which is a little uncomfortable to say that all the brachas that Yaakov gets and Parshat Tehilda is is everything is because of something negative that led to it. But if you look at the second Pirush, that it was the Akedas Yitzchak is the was brought about because of the greatness of Yitzchak, the fact that he was ready to go onto the Akeda. And therefore, it's much more gishmak that the brachas came because of Vatichana, which came from something positive. And also, the third Pirush has an advantage over the other two. According to the first two, we, we, we seem to conclude that the the dimness, the, the blindness of Yitzchak happened much before Yitzchak became old. When Esau took these the wives from Chiti, and when he was Esau was forty years old, like it says in the pasuk, is Yitzchak given hundred years. Yitzchak was 100 years old. Because Yitzchak was 60 when Esau was born. So when Esau is 40, Yitzchak is 100. And in the second period, it says that it was because of the tears of the Malachim. It happened even way earlier. Yitzchak was given out. Yitzchak was only 37 years old. Yitzchak was only 37 years old. So the question becomes, Why does it first bring up Yitzchak's age, old age, and then Yitzchak's blindness? According to the second, according to the first two Pirushim, it should have been written in an opposite order, according in chronological order. First Yitzchak became blind, either at 37 or at 100, and then he became old at 123. Because according to this Pirush, the, the order makes sense. First, he got old. And therefore, he wanted to give his final message. And he wanted to give Brachas to Esav. He's the far and therefore, they made him blind. So now we understand that the, the advantage of the first Pirush is that it's in the Pasuk. The advantage of the second Pirush is that the cause of the blindness was something positive. 
And the advantage of the third pirush is that um, the order Zakin Yitzchak and then Vatichena uh, makes sense more than it does in the other pirushim because in those other pirushim Yitzchak was much younger when the blindness set on. Siv Zayin, a fascinating uh, takeaway from the third answer with a very beautiful Hira. From the Hira is from the Dritten Pirush and Ashi, one of the lessons we could take from the third Pirush and Ashi. The Vait, Mintav Zayin, Nizir, Nedim, Lashnara, how extreme we must be careful to speak, to not speak Lashnara. L'Chayra, L'Chayra Ziyakiz, Al-Nem and Dibrachas. Seemingly, in the third Pirush, in order to avoid Yaakov receiving the Brachas, in order to avoid Esau receiving the brachas, Hashem makes Yitzchak blind. Seemingly, if you want to make sure that Yaakov gets the brachas, Hashem has a very simple, uh, it's a, a very simple idea. Tell Yitzchak the truth. I know you love your son, Esau, but he's a Rasha. And then Yitzchak would have certainly given the brachas to Yaakov. Ubefrat, especially as an agonist as Fruin, or to Yitzchak Kivust as a dinner of a desire. With regards to Esau's uh, choices in marriage partners, Yitzchak knew that they were idol worshippers. Yitzchak had never given as Esau is the children of Yitzchak. Yitzchak thought it's not Esau's fault. He can't influence them to change their ways. Even with regards to Esau himself, he must have known that something wasn't 100% perfect. It is not Esau's style to have the, the name of Hashem common uh, 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 on, on, his, on his tongue. When, when, when Yaakov comes in, Yitzchak understood that the person speaking that said that the Abishter sent me here uh, was not Esau's style. So he knew that something was off with Esau. And so now it's not even that you're telling him something out of the blue. He already has some sort of suspicion on Esav. So Hashem could have revealed the whole truth. That Esav is a wicked person. And then it wouldn't have to uh, uh, depend on blinding Yitzchak in order to get the brachas. From this we see how how extreme one must be to be careful to not speak Lashnara. Yitzchak is given Zibin of Fufzik Yarkalu Babais. Yitzchak for 57 years was locked in his house. He couldn't go out. He was blind. Un Kemes. Abim is on the trade in Afaidin. Afilu Faisel Mumma Lashnara. So Yitzchak suffered for 57 years just so that we should not, it should not be spoken about another Yid. And even though it's Yisrael Mummer, he's a, he's a, re, a rebellious Yid. We've had this uh, in, in the past. The, the discussion was Ace of a Yid, and even those who say Ace was a Yid, it was the Israel Mummer, he was a, a rebel. So even a person who's like Ace of, did not say Lashon Hara on such a type of person. The Israel goes blind for 57 years and, and, and suffers just so that the Abishter should not have to say Lashon Hara on a Yid, even a Yid like Ace of. And if, if, with regards to Esau, we're so careful, when it comes to a Yid, after Matantera, as 
after Matan Tayyidim, and they just said to every individual Yid, I am the Abishta, you're Elikecha, and we say Kechacha, Vechayuscha, that the Abishta said to every Yid, I am your Kayach, I am your strength, I am your vitality. Allah has come, Vakama, much more so must we be careful to only speak positively, to not speak Lashon Hara. This is the very beautiful Lerda that we take from the third answer in this Rashi. And now this Rashi is so beautifully understood.